Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. If you remember who we are, um, we're very thankful that you came back to listen to another episode. My name is Gage, and I'm here with my co-host, Olivia. Hey, everyone. It's me, back from the dead. Yeah. Um, we died. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I don't even remember the last time we uploaded an episode, um, but we're back. There's been a lot of in both of our lives we both have new jobs uh so we're just trying to get into the swing of things again it was like last week i just randomly texted you and i was like i really miss recording episodes like i feel like a part of me is not complete no i 100 agree and it's so funny and i think i don't know if we're both like this but like because it's been it's like we haven't recorded in so long it's like really awkward to be like hey do you want to like take time out of your week to like do this thing that can seem inconvenient in the moment and so like I just I felt really bad for asking if we wanted to like pick it back up like I I think we were like in this weird limbo for a little bit but I like I miss it so much so as soon as you said like oh I missed like doing it I immediately was like I have to make a new logo I have to do this I was like in like work mode I was like this is gonna happen like I want this to like fully happen and for us to like dive into it because we haven't made an episode since May May 17th was like our last episode and in our podcast I feel like a lot of people listen to it and they like want it every week and and it shows because the last episode we've gotten the most views out of every episode we've had um or like um within like the past like year I would say or the year prior to it so it was like one of our most like successful episodes so like and I just every day I would see it grow and grow and so it's like okay so we we do have an audience we do have people that want to watch us and so whenever you said it I was like I have to make a new logo it's season three baby and so as you can see girlish has a facelift we've officially changed our iconic logo to now hopefully a new iconic logo it's still iconic honestly (laughs) but yeah you're right like I feel like we were both just busy so it was like I wanted you to just like do your own thing. I didn't want to bother you because you have like school and work and then you probably felt the same way and we still live across the country from each other. So there's still a time difference and it's, it's just hard when you have a lot of things going on in your life. Um, But you're right. Like I do still get a lot of messages from people asking like, where's the podcast? When are you going to record another episode? And it's just like, I feel really bad, but also it makes me happy because like people are still listening, even though we're not actively uploading them. Uh, but hopefully, you know, things are back to normal. We're ready to start giving the people what they want and providing you with content on a weekly or regular basis. <laughs> I, I, I assume that it will be weekly. I think we've had a discussion. Hopefully it's a little more regulated. I feel like every episode is like, sorry, we've been gone for like five months, but literally, I'm like, that's this the intro long. for literally every episode. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to be like, obviously we're going to do our best and we're going to try and upload weekly. Hopefully we have a better schedule and we're more at peace with where we currently are in life. And we'll go over like everything that's happened over the past year. Almost. It feels like it's definitely been what's May, June, July, August, September, October, November, like seven, seven months. Half a year. Yeah. So it's been a long time since we've last um, uploaded an episode. But yeah, it was like a, it's been a weird like year. And I think, I think we've both been super stressed with like things that have existing in our lives that take up a lot of time and a lot of emotional energy. So like having to like want to put aside like any sort of 
because we like like you said we are three hours like apart we're like the furthest apart you can living in the united states so like like six for me is still only three for her so like if i'm like recording late at night like nine and i have homework due or something like that and like it's only um six for you and that's kind of like when you're getting off of work and ready to record but then also you're out of work and like you want to like rest and relax and so it becomes this like battle of like, okay, we have to find like a right pacing for us. And there's a lot of good things coming and we'll, I'll explain it throughout the episode. But um, uh, yeah, so I'm happy though that we're able to figure it out and continue it because we really, it's it's just nice being able to sit down and have a conversation with like a friend, that we, a friend we have, haven't seen um, since the previous week, um, especially because we've just been living so like so much busy, like with our schedule and um, it's just really nice. So I'm I'm happy that we're back. Me too. We were discussing like before this what we should talk about and we both agreed just to like talk. Like this is just a conversation between us and that's kind of like the vibe for the whole podcast. So it's fitting. Um, But it's, it's just been so long and I feel like we talk regularly, but there's so many things that I probably haven't told you yet and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be like a catch up for both of us that you guys get to listen in and on. And the last episode was in May. So the seasons have changed. Halloween has come and gone. Daylight savings time, it gets dark at like 2 p.m. now, which genuinely frustrates me. Um, like, I I don't like waking up at five in the morning and seeing the sun. Like, it genuinely bothers me. It's disgusting, actually. Because we have a window in our bedroom that's literally where, where the sun rises. So I'm not trying to get blasted with sunlight at four in the morning. It's not okay. I don't. I don't also, know. I don't know. I don't know if your cats are crackheads in the morning the way that mine is. Oh my god! So now so- it's like they get wake up an hour earlier um, because they're like, "I'm hungry. The sun is out. Feed me." So we just like got Jordan in like a good groove. Like she's such a brat. If she's hungry, she'll scream at the top of her lungs like for hours until we feed her because she's a little bit overweight. So, you know, she's been on a little diet. Um, But when daylight savings happened at like six in the morning, she's yelling at night. Like she usually eats around like eight or nine. She's yelling at like 6 p.m. And just like two days ago, she started doing this thing where – like she starts digging into her food bowl, like she's in the litter box and she has a metal food bowl. So it just like clangs and against the ground and she doesn't stop until we feed her. So I don't know if she's just like possessed or if she's just really smart and she, she knows like, Oh, I'm going to make your life hell until you give me food. They act like they haven't eaten their entire life. They're like, Literally. I'm so hungry. Fig is starting to do this new thing where, um if like if i'm tossing and turning she immediately comes to me like screams my face but then she'll like get her paw out like if she sees a piece of my skin she'll get her paw out and like just gently like put her nails out to like like say (laughs) hey wake up and so like it hurts because i'm like you're literally stabbing me but like she's like trying to wake me up and so yeah with the sun coming up earlier it just i just like i can't she um she's she's so much so I, I, what I inevitably end up doing is having to wake up at like seven, feed her so she'll shut up. But then that's not enough. Now they want attention after they eat. So then after they're done eating, I like want to go back to sleep. 
And then um, Fig is like, no, you know what? I want to cry some more because I want you to pet me and I want you to give me love. And then it just, it's this whole cycle of like, I just need sleep. I haven't slept. But um, yeah, it is crazy. I saw like a tweet or something that said that someone said, how did we lose an hour? Um, but but at the same time, lost seven, like how do we only lose one hour, but ended up losing like seven hours of sunlight? Like how did like, I feel like I we know. got, like the sun started setting at like 8 p.m. It felt like, and now like we just lose an hour and all of a sudden it's dark at 4 p.m. I don't understand. We should just move to Arizona. I, I think they ignore daylight savings time. <laughs> Do they? So, I'm coming to Arizona. Wait, does Arizona actually? Like, I, I actually don't think they do daylight savings time. Oh, that's like, really cool. Thing. I don't understand the point of it. I don't either. It's just like it's an inconvenience for, for everybody. Just I like heard that it's. I heard that it's not even for the farmers. It's for like like golf tournaments. Like they pay a lot of money to keep daylight savings because because they have to do golf at a certain hours You're of the kidding. day. So like, it's like, it, in order for it to be broadcasted the way that it needs to be, they need the sunlight. So I think that like, it's it's for that reason or something like that. So you're that. telling me- It's capitalism, it's all capitalism. has to suffer <laughs> for golfers. For golfers, not even the farmers, the golfers. Of all the sports, it's for that. Like, <laughs> what? Right. That's Get a flashlight. So it's all about money and it's all about that influence and those golfers. But um, yeah, I know that's like a big, big reason. And it's so like, I don't, I don't understand the point of it. Other countries don't do it. We're like the only one I feel like. And um, it is really frustrating because I just can't catch up. Like I went to bed at two last night and I just woke up like literally (laughs) like 10 minutes ago. I was like, oh, hey, are you ready to record? I texted you. And you were like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I just woke up. So (laughs) give me like a minute. (laughs) I wish I could sleep in until like 11 or 12. I it's physically not possible for me to sleep in anymore. So I was really surprised that I did it too, because I always wake up with Fig because she screams. So I ended up waking up at like eight every morning is typically when I wake up. But I was just like, we slept on the floor yesterday night. Um, and so we've just been like really exhausted because our backs have been hurting because of our mattress. So we've been trying to find a good like way to like help our backs. So I think I was just exhausted and this, I like, it was such an anomaly for me to sleep until noon, but, um, here I am. We need to get sponsored by like one of those mattress companies. Yeah. I'm going to honestly, I might just like email some mattress company. That's on it. That's my homework this weekend. Truly, is to go and like see who wants to actually like give us a mattress. Because honestly, I'm I we I don't think we need one, but you know, you might as well take a free mattress. <laughs> oh, and what I did want to say too, at the same time, is because um, you were talking earlier about um, how we just wanted this to kind of be a conversation. I always feel like it's the funnest when it's a conversation, and if you can see like on our on our our picture, our new updated picture for Girlish, it's now saying a trans pop culture podcast. Because we talk about a lot about pop culture stuff. We talk about a lot of the shows that we're watching. And a lot of it isn't always trans-related, I think. Um, and I think those are the funnest when we're able to just be ourselves and actually kind of become more than our identities. We we get into our, our interests, our likes. And I'm really excited that, you know, we can hopefully um, bring more of that into the podcast. And that's what we want to do. We want to talk about more than who we are as, as trans people. And I think that in itself is trans rights <laughs> being more it than is. our identities. So yeah, I think 
Um, the logo is like two little phones because we're obviously across the country. And um, I think that was a cute way to kind of just showcase that this is a conversation with friends. And um, we're really excited to, to, you know, the future of Girlish. Um, also, our website. You have to go check out our website, girlishpodcast.com. All thanks so to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I worked really it. hard on it. I don't, I'm very much like just... I just talk. That's my my skill. I just open my mouth. Olivia literally edits, record, like editing guru does everything. And I wish I had that talent. I just, I don't. And that's okay, I guess. No, we stand you. No, I just, I, I enjoy doing the creative stuff. It's just something that, that really, it makes me happy because I'm like, wow, like I, I can look back and be like, I, I did it. And I've been my job and my career is in a lot of this like production side of things. So I already am so like well-versed in it. It's so quick for me. It's edited an episode of Girlish. I should be listening through the whole episode to make sure we didn't say anything bad. But a lot of times I have a rhythm of it where I'm just like, yeah, this was a good episode. I don't have to listen to we it. We never just- say anything bad. What do you mean? <laughs> Sometimes I wish I did cut things out, but, um, <laughs> but no, I, I listen to like, you know, it takes me a good, probably 30 minutes at an episode, like audio version videos where it gets more complicated, which we have been starting to put into it. But um, yeah, I enjoy doing the whole editing process and the building from the ground up. Um, it's really fun to be able to have this project and you're just trying to push until it like lands. And so it reminds me of like when we first started, like uh, we had, um, I'm just going to talk about it because we weren't under any NDA or anything like that. But um, we were contacted by like someone from like Spotify who was like ended up helping us, working with us. And it was really great. And then every week she was giving us new ideas to do and like like, oh, promote yourself here and there. And so you and I were hustling so hard to try and push to make make sure that we were, like, getting heard and, like, we're able to, like, be on, like, Spotify's um, homepage and Apple Podcasts' homepage. Because I'm not sure if anyone remembers, like, way in the beginning, we were on the homepage for Apple Podcasts during Pride Month, which was able to, like, help us, like, significantly in viewership. It, like, helped us grow like every episode we were growing like by a ton of like new listeners um, to the point where we were, we were getting so like um, consistent and like, so like, uh, um, I don't know, we just grew like a large following because of it. So like starting with this new season, I just felt like, okay, like that, that, that needs like want to keep pushing and that, that kind of fell back on me. Yeah. And that whole like situation was kind of crazy because we, we had just started and like, they were helping or the girl that was in communication with us was like doing a lot to like help us and push us. Like we got microphones, like they helped us a lot. And just like out of nowhere, we, she just disappeared into thin air. She went on vacation. <laughs> I, okay. I love her so <laughs> much, but she really just like, just like disappeared. Like who do you need? Like, yeah. um, um, I love her. Some, sometimes I'll like email her just for, if I have like a, if I have a question on regarding, some sort of sponsorship that that is through anchor sometimes i'll email her and then she'll message me back like every now and then i hope that they don't listen to this i don't think so but no. um, but yeah she just ended up just like she like houdini for sure just like like disappeared but that was kind of discouraging i mean it was like weird for me at least i was like okay so like what's the reason and so i feel like 
we always get messages from people just telling us how much they like the podcast. So I think it's not necessarily just trying to focus on like the sponsors as much as we did at the beginning because it was so new and exciting. Now it's just like fun to record, hop on here and just talk and have a conversation. And like you were saying before, like it's funner, at least for me, it's a lot funner to kind of, stay away from trans topics. I mean, it's nice to talk about them. um, But at the same time, we have a lot of interests and things that we want to talk about too. And just like, we both enjoy pop culture and what's going on in the world and not everything's trans related. And it's like annoying to have to scour the internet or like try and think of a trans related topic every single week when we, there's so many other things that we can talk about. So I think that's like something new heading into like this new revamp, this new season is just us just deciding to do what we want to do and like take it in the direction that we want to take it. Yeah, I agree. I am. Yeah, there's just so much stuff. Like obviously anytime it's relevant, I want to talk about trans related issues. Maybe at the like at at a point in the episode, we can bring it back to like talking about a certain thing there's certain there's certain stuff i'm going to bring up with you after the podcast of like ideas that we can do for different segments probably in the future maybe we can do like a transphobe of the week or something where we can just talk oh about, my god I love that. yeah we can talk <laughs> about like someone that's been like really shitty or like maybe if there's like a story a new story about someone that's done something really shitty whether that's like dave Chappelle, jk rowling you know, someone. Our favorite. Oh my god, we haven't talked about her in so long. <laughs> I had to bring her up. Like, I, I feel like that's a thing, right? Where it's like you, she's like the she. Yeah, she's you just the have mascot to of our podcast. <laughs> Literally, though, I should have just put a big picture of her face and then like our, Honestly. our like yeah, our podcast. She's our third member. <laughs> Genuinely, oh my god, I love Queen Queen Rowling. But um, yeah, so. Um, I want to be able to like have segments like that where we can talk about like what's relevant and stuff. But yeah, I want to talk about like why is Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian like what's going on with that? Oh my god, how do we feel about that? There's a lot to unpack there. There's like this new thing going on in Hollywood where it's like glam girl and goth guy like duo. Yeah. Like, is that everyone wants to do that now? I don't know. It is weird, especially like we can we can save that for another conversation. Yeah. But like, I, I just I, have a lot to say. No, I have a lot to say about that too. But um, it is so weird. Also, but I also love Pete Davidson. I don't know why. I just like looking at him. It's fine. But um, I mean, I don't blame you. <laughs> neither does Kim Kardashian. Clearly. Um. Yeah. But. What was I saying? Where was I going with this? Yeah, I just, I, I enjoy the idea of talking about pop culture stuff like that. And I want to, and be able to do that more and dive into it. Um, but I do want to like talk about kind of what's been going on in our lives and some stuff that's been, um, you know, going over with us because there has been a lot of, I would say 2021 has been the hardest year of my life, but with, through all those pitfalls, I feel like I've also gained a lot of like great things over the year. And I think I want to like talk about it. And I know you've had a lot of things that you've been going through this year. So I think it'd be fun to kind of dive into that and, you know, where we are in our lives currently. Yeah. So our last episode was in May. And in May, I was still in my previous position, my previous company. I was literally miserable. I don't know if 
at that time, I think I was like dropping hints on the podcast that I hated my job. But I think in like, I don't know, June, July, that time, I literally wanted to quit. Like I mentally gave up. I started like looking for jobs and like all the files that I was handling at the time. I feel really ashamed, but like I I just wasn't trying. And like, it's crazy that I went from a place of like being so into my job and like hustling and like making sure all my numbers were good to just completely giving up because I, I was done and I was ready to move on. But obviously it kind of takes a while to get a new job. You have to go through interview process and all that type of stuff. So yeah, May, June, July, miserable. I was applying for jobs. Um, and then in August, I started to get emails and callbacks for interviews from different insurance companies. So I did some interviews. Um, some of the positions that I thought I wanted ended up not fitting the best with my lifestyle and I didn't think were plausible anymore. So, you know, I had to scrap those. So that added on additional time. I was like, okay, I'm not applying for this position anymore because it's not going to work. So I had to pick a new position. So I found a new position that sounded interesting and I got an interview with the company and I ended up getting the job with this new company. And ever since September, I've been training. I just finished training. Last week was like my first official week in my role, which I could kind of talk about too, or I can talk about what I'm doing now. Um, But I'm just so much happier Like I don't hate my job anymore. It's a little stressful because I'm new and I don't really know what I'm doing, but that's just comes with any new position. Um, I don't have to pay for car insurance anymore. They gave me a company car. A fucking car. I don't have to pay for gas. They gave me so much home equipment to work from home. I, it's like a remote position. So I have an office, but I don't have to go in. So like I have pretty much a stay at home job with a free new car, like a nice car, nicer than the one that I was driving. Um, I make a little bit less just because I'm in still in the training stage, but once I'm out of that, it should be pretty much back to where I was. I just, I feel like there's a lot more opportunity for me in my new position. And that was like something that was causing a lot of stress in my life. Could probably ask anybody that knows me, like I would just complain nonstop about how much I hate my job. Russell probably like hated me because I was so annoying and so like grumpy and grouchy the entire time. So just getting a, a new job that you don't hate, it it really like lifts a lot of mental stress that you have going on in your life. So yeah, that's like pretty much the biggest thing is just me getting a new job that I'm not completely miserable in and I'm excited to get back into like being enthusiastic about working and like getting good numbers and being working up, working my way up through the company unless, you know, girlish pops off by chance, like then, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But yeah, I know I've got a new job. You also have a new job too, which I'm so happy for you. If you want to start talking about that, like I'm it's like, it seems like you're really happy. So I'm, I'm really happy for you. Yeah. Um, it's been a wild year. Also, yeah, you kept your job. I remember you just being, we were both struggling at the same time because we were really miserable. 
And um, and you're a very like go like go with the flow type chill person. So when something's upsetting you or bothering you, it's like like you know that place has to be shitty. Cause like yeah, I remember you just being like, oh my god, I cannot stand it here anymore. I cannot do it. But um, it's crazy how we just we both ended up struggling around the same time with our jobs, and then ended up finding a place that felt like like it was right. It felt like it was like worth all of this like bullshit that we've had to deal with. But um. Yeah, so I started off, I went through the entire quarantine, the entire 2020, at a position that I really liked. Um, I, you know, was quarantining, I was working from home doing video editing. It was not taxing at all, very simple video editing. I was making like 12 bucks an hour, and that was, wasn't really good money. Um, yeah, because it was seen as like a student editor position. Um, but it was enough to get me by, and it was full time. So I was working there for all of like, like, all of 2019, all of 2020, up into 2021, around probably August. So it was around that time. Um, and then you were like trying getting callbacks for your new jobs. And at the same time, uh, I applied to another job that was video editing within this, the same town. It's within the same company. Uh, it was in my partner's department. It wasn't working directly with my partner, but it was in her department. And um, it was working um, on another project that she wasn't on. So uh, they reached out to me. I knew everyone in that office because I'm obviously at, I'm, I'm with my partner. So um, they ended up already knowing me. They were willing to hire me. And I was like, this is going to be great. I know a bunch of these people. Like one of these person like lived with me. Like it's going to be great. Like I, I feel so supported. I feel so loved here. I can't wait. It was fucking hell. I quit in two months. Like it was like a month and a half, I think. It was the worst thing ever. And I was like, I was so over it. I was so over it. I was getting accused of like ignoring people when I wasn't ignoring anyone. Um, I, I was, I started crying like every day. It was miserable. I talked with another person there that said the same thing that they were just like crying every day for like a whole week straight whenever they first got there. And it was such a toxic environment that like it was everything that happened when you're a new hire, you're not given anything. You're malleable. You're only told, you can only do what you're told. And so when you're told things and you do them and they're like, you're doing this wrong, you should have asked questions. That's not how you treat a new hire. You do not treat a new hire like that. And so that's something that they could not grasp is how bad they were at teaching me and how they put the entire responsibility 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 of me knowing everything on me. And it became this whole thing where like I was really, really trying and people were snapping at me. People were getting mad at me. It came to the point where I heard a supervisor was talking shit about me, but like literally behind my back in the office right behind me, like her voice resonated through um the walls and um yeah there was just something there was some weird thing bias against me it was like really weird um I just felt like unsafe there genuinely I felt so unsafe there and I was I was just really hurt by the environment that I felt like was going to be comforting for me it was awful and um I just feel bad because my partner also works with them and like, I just didn't want my partner to like be upset, but she's like, no, 100%. I can see how they're treating you. Like I literally, I she sat right next to me. She's like, no, I literally see how they're treating you. And so I was like, okay, thank God I'm justified. But I ended up applying to a bunch of jobs, like after I was working there for only a month and I just like quick applied on Indeed. And then one of them like stuck and it was like a job that like was like perfect for me. In definition of it was perfect for me. Did I meet all the requirements? No, sort of, kind of. 
not like fully, but like I, I like I like adjacently met the requirements. So I was able to get by and it was like perfect for me. And they called me back for an interview and um, um, I got called by a recruiter. I got uh, a first round interview. I got a second round interview. And the same day of the second round interview, I got hired at this place that is incredible. I've been there for like a month now. I'm really happy. The people there are great. They take time with the new hires. I'm actually a part of like a team that's like works with new hires to actually help them break into a new position, which I think is really ironic considering as a new hire myself um, in my previous position, they gave me no support. So the fact that I'm working in in a place that I'm able to support people that were like me is like really amazing for me. So I I feel a really great thing. It's salaried. It's so much more money. And like, I just feel like this like weight has lifted off of me. Now I'm working remote. I don't have to deal with like going into office or anything like that. It's been really awesome. So yeah, just like you, I know we, we got these new jobs and it's just been so incredible. And, um, I'm just really happy to see myself grow in that company over time and all that they're offering me because it's really great. Um, but yeah, so the field is, um, the field that I work in is instructional design slash video production. So what I, um, plan on doing is continuing my schooling with a grad program in instructional design to kind of work with training and instruction, uh, to be able to develop courses that are like, uh, able to train and educate people that are like organized and accessible. So that's what I plan on doing with my like career field and my pursuit of education. Um, but I was really happy because this position was perfect for me to do that, like tuition reimbursement. So I'm able to just like do everything. But yeah, that's how like the progress of my year has been. And I think it's nice because I don't know if you feel this way, but like it feels like I had to go through that bad thing in order for that good thing to happen. So I was like, okay, if I didn't do this, then I wouldn't have applied to this job in the first place and I wouldn't even be there. So it really feels like it was kind of like made for me. It was inevitable that I ended up where I ended up. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like we're in sync. Like a lot of the times when things are going really well, it's like going really well for both of us. And then when one of us is miserable, the other one is also miserable. It's just like kind of in the same realm of like what's causing us a lot of stress. So that's just, that's kind of weird. I guess we're like distant twins or something. Um, But yeah, I'm really happy for you. I know how miserable you were at the job that you worked only for a short period of time. And like going through orientation with my company, they literally put me in training for two months. Like it was really extensive training. They were always like, you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to know everything by the time this training's done. Ask questions like blah, blah, blah. So it's like just hearing about the experience that you had and like how they were like so hard on you for literally just being hired. Like that's not really how you're supposed to go about training people or like teaching people how to do the job. You have to like give grace and you have to be patient and you have to like support somebody. They literally don't know what they're doing, especially if you're joining a new field. So I'm really happy for you. Um, My job. So I'm still working in insurance. I switched from auto to homeowners. So I handle homeowners claims um, like 
people, if they have like a flood in their house or like weather related things, there's something wrong with their roof, their toilet explodes, refrigerator leaks, whatever the fuck. Um, so that's what I'm doing now. And I don't think I've told you like the one thing that's kind of stressing me out is that, oh, no. you know, due to COVID, we've been doing like virtual inspections um, to take a look at the damage inside people's houses. But traditionally, like I have a field position. That's why they gave me a car. So now that, I mean, COVID's still a thing, but like people are starting to like get out more. I will probably have to like do field inspections at people's houses. And I'm a little scared because my job is like traditionally in property there's a lot of men that do it because it, it deals with a lot of like construction. I have to learn different type of building materials. I have to learn how to sketch a house. So it's like, I'm a contractor and an architect kind of, and also an insurance jester and mostly men do that. And I'm like, not very intimidating, like in person and knowing that I'm like a little bit younger than like what most people are in my position. And I, also not a man. Um, it's kind of scary. So one of the girls that I was in training with, she came from a different company and she said literally probably like 50% of the time she would get some type of sexist comment out in the field. And it's like, it's either like, oh, like, are you sure you want to go over there? You don't want to get dirty. You don't want to get your nails dirty. You don't want to break a nail or mess up your makeup or something like that. Like that's something that she said to, to deal with and to be anticipating because it happens a lot. Um, so it's just like in regards to your appearance and then also like people not really taking you seriously or trying to take advantage of you because I don't think you know what you're talking about because of your gender. Um, so that's like also like, Sometimes you can end up going into some sketchy houses. You're literally in somebody's home. So like, that's scary. What if I go into the wrong house and this person is just like unhinged and like they kidnap me or something and lock me in a dungeon. <laughs> like that's always like the fear that I have. I don't think I'm ever going to experience anything like that, but I'm definitely like preparing myself for sexism, um, being uncomfortable, especially around like men so that's something I'm kind of worried about, but being a YouTuber, I've heard everything. So in terms of verbal abuse, you can lay it on me, but like, <laughs> it's different when you're in somebody's house and not talking to them on the phone. Yeah, that does not seem, I would be terrified. Yeah, I can't imagine. I also yeah. have really bad like anxiety already with like, like people just talking with me. <laughs> so like, I can't imagine just like, yeah, having to fear I don't know, just being around, like what people may do, um, especially because you are like a woman working in this field. Um, yeah, that does not sound, uh, that, that's the only frustrating thing. I'm happy that they gave you a car though. Like that's the positive you can look into. Like, yeah, sure. You might have to deal with like some awful people, but at least you have a nice pretty car. <laughs> I love my car. I got a 2021 Nissan Altima. That's gray. She's so pretty. I'm obsessed with her. My old car is a shitbox. So the fact that I don't have to drive that anymore is really nice. And like I was saying, I don't have to pay for car insurance or anything. So there's like a lot of positives 
but one negative. So I guess it all outweighs each other. Um, my like plan, I've really taken a liking to training. Like, I think I want to be a trainer. Like, so once I'm in my role for a little bit and I learn what I'm doing, I definitely want to like take a step away from working claims and like have more of a background role within the company, like being a trainer or um, going over materials, making training materials, things like that, because that's something that I'm interested in. I don't know. I just like teaching people things and I'd rather do that than like deal with a bunch of angry people all the time. I just got yesterday. I got this, not yesterday on Friday. I got this claim where this lady literally drove into her garage wall and she was like mad at me because she reported it like a couple of days later. Like, bitch, don't drive into the wall then. I don't know. Like, step on the brakes. That's not my fault. I'm just like, I, people are the most interesting, especially like in LA, when you're telling me like these stories. I'm like, why are people so interesting? Like, that's really funny. Yeah. And I live in an area where there's like a lot of rich people. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm so nosy. Like whenever I get a claim, I go on Zillow and I Google their address and I just look at what their house looks like. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to go inside and like, see how you decorate. And, and I'm just curious. Um, so yeah, that's like, it's interesting. I hope I get a claim for like a rich person or like a celebrity. That would be, that would so be really interesting. Cause you are yeah. working at, I feel like property damage and property insurance. I feel like that's typically, I don't know. I feel like richer people typically have stuff like that in the area yeah. that you're in. My territory is like the San Fernando Valley, which includes Calabasas where it's the Mecca of celebrities. Just um, wait. And- I, I love you like praying for like a, a forest fire. Like, please, I just want to meet Brad Pitt <laughs> or whatever. Actually, I probably, that's stressful. Like imagine your client is like Jeffree Star. <gasps> like, can you imagine what kind of person he would be if like his house had some type of damage? Like oh, I feel like he'd be that's really true. evil. So maybe not. Imagine. Could you imagine though? Oh my God. Paris Hilton. It just says Jeffree Star. My <laughs> I love that you and I are like, like we're kind of like, I feel like we are getting in sync because you like, you're ideally want to be a trainer. And that's kind of like where I want to like end up being too in terms of like working with like training and, and stuff like that, training material. So I think that's really cool. But um, yeah, that job, I'm happy that you're able to still work remotely for the majority of it too. Being at home, there's just something so comforting about it. Just being able to be around like your your animals, being able to like, um, you know, be able to just be in a space a space that you feel safe. Obviously, I enjoy um, being out and like being around people. It is really lonely sometimes to just kind of sit here all day and not really have any human interaction. But um, I do I do like it. How do you feel about remote work overall? I love it. I mean, it's kind of hard sometimes when you. Some weeks, like literally the only time I get out is to go to the grocery store. So like it can be kind of hard when you spend a lot more time indoors, but I absolutely hate being micromanaged. And I feel like that's something that doesn't happen as often remotely, like your supervisor or whoever, they kind of have to give you like a little bit of like independence and freedom and like just trust that you'll do your job correctly. 
Um, so it's nice not having somebody watching over me. Um, it's like being in an office setting too, where you have to talk on the phone with a lot of people. It's like, there's a lot of distractions and you you don't want to hear everybody else's phone calls going on while you're trying to have one too. So it's, it's nice to just be in your own space and you get to snack literally all day. Like no one's going to tell you you can't get up and go get something to drink or something to eat. You can listen to some music in the background. You can put on a TV show in the background. It's just, it's, I like, I like it much better. I going back into the office doesn't seem fun to me for part of my training. I actually had to go in to an office that was like an hour away from me. So for two weeks, I had to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and drive to the other side of LA and then drive back. So I, yeah, no, that two weeks was enough. I I'm staying home. I don't want to go back to the office. That's yeah. That's yeah. It's just so nice when you just can avoid all the inconvenient things in life, like traffic, like having to be around like managers that can micromanage you. That is the worst thing being like having people like all over your shoulder, wanting to know what you're doing every two seconds. You can't even take like a 10 minute, like walk because like someone's like, where are you? Like you need to be working or make guilt you into feeling like you need to work. Remote work is really amazing where you're able to just like take those brain breaks that you need. Because at the end of the day, if you're getting your work done, what's the, what's the point? Like, like, why does it matter whether um, you, you know, take, um, you get up to go get a snack or you take a 10 minute walk? Like what's like the matter with it? And I feel like we're both really lucky because I know there's a lot of like, online companies or like remote companies that they have a software installed in your computer and you have to make sure your computer doesn't go to sleep so you have to keep clicking every like um like 15 minutes or something like that to make sure your computer doesn't fall asleep but um my company's not really great with that um i'm in a part of a team that they're like right now we're really slow with stuff that I'm, i'm doing um i had a really big project right when i hopped on that like was really, it was really fun. It was, I did a lot of cool stuff. I work in payment processing. So that's kind of like, that's where the company that I have, that's the field we're in. And so it's a lot of new terms that I have to figure out because I'm in the training team. So I have to learn a lot of what everything is. So for my orientation, I went to a week of orientation for every single department. So I had to like see everyone's orientation. I had to learn everything. I have like a notebook filled with notes because I have to learn everything because I'm going to be working in content that regards a lot of this stuff and I'm still learning. So it is really hard, but they're very kind. Every time, like, you know, we have a meeting, they're like, Oh, are you okay? Livy? is everything good? And I'm like, I'm still trying to learn like the acronyms for half these things. And they're like, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. So um, it's been a really supportive group of people. And so I'm very happy about it. Um, We have a, a morning meeting every morning where we all jump on the call. So you never feel like, you're just kind of like, you're not working, you're not existing because you have to interact with these people every day. So it is nice to just kind of play catch up with everyone, see everyone's face uh, faces, get a feel for what everyone looks like. And um, that's what's been really nice for me. And that's what I've been really enjoying with like working remote. And it has been really great. So I, the only thing that I will say is this company that I work for is an Eastern Standard Time and they hire like across the world but our, our department is in Eastern standard time. So that means if I move anywhere, I have to be waking up at five in the morning to work my five to, um, it'll be five to two, I think, or six to three, I think. Um, so 
that sucks. And my partner and I are moving in February to the other coast, which is um, going to be really hard for me. But I, I think I'll like it. I'll end up liking it because I'll end up having an earlier day off. But it just sounds so horrible. You're moving to my old stomping ground. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving to my Seattle. Home. To Seattle, I'm so Washington. Happy. First, I'm just happy that you'll be closer. So, like, every time I go see my parents, we can see each other. That's, like, another excuse. Um, But I think you'll – I know you'll like Seattle. I feel like you and Emily very much fit, like, Seattle vibes. Like, I can – I already picture you living there. We were there. And what I I valued about the city – and maybe I'll – because I've only been once – but we were there for quite a, a long, like a large amount of time. What I really liked about the city, and this is so weird, but I, it felt quiet. And I don't know, there was something about it that just felt quiet compared to the other cities we've been in. Like we've been in, we went to New York City, we went to LA, and there's just a lot going on. And there's a lot going on in Seattle too, but the vibe and everything, it was like quiet. I feel like people kind of like minded their business. Uh, the area was really pretty. It was like, it's the furthest away you can get from where I am in the United States. Like it's 100, it's like, like Pacific Northwest. It's like completely like away from Florida. So like, it's the furthest you can possibly get away. And it like looks completely different than Florida. Florida is flat, flat ground. Um, there's no scenery. It's all like dead, like, um, dead, uh, plants and stuff like that everywhere. And so to go into a place with mountains that you can see in the distance, like it just is so amazing. And so that's why we're really excited because we're very outdoorsy people. We like going on hikes. We like being able to go on walks. And so that big move is going to be really great. Uh, for if I ever want surgeries in the future, I know that coast is just going to be so much better finding surgeons that are going to be not so creepy the way that they are in Florida. I feel like Florida plastic surgeons, especially Miami plastic surgeons, they all have a little bit of like a creepiness to me that. I just can't get over. So I'm excited to be on that coast to be able to make things more easier in the future if I ever need it. I'm also closer to you. It just seems like a a very solid thing. And so I'm excited to move there. Yeah. Seattle is like very progressive. Like it's very diverse. So that's like one of the things that I truly cherished when I started my transition was that I lived in an environment that was like really receptive to me non-judgmental and there's so many resources there's so many like doctors and therapists and surgeons even in seattle um so it's just like a good it's a nice environment to live in um the weather will probably be a change for you see i so so i yeah i know everyone's like it's so rainy but evidently florida rains more than seattle i guess like year round like by like inches I know Seattle's like rain is like mist. It's more misty. I've read. Um, so the weather will, I know it's going to be a lot of overcast and I, that's what I'm expecting, but you know what? It's fine. I love being like my, in my feels, um, listening to this new Taylor album. Um, oh <laughs> just, um, just kind of like getting in the whole Seattle vibe, you know, I'm excited for it. It's like people like, complain or like give it a bad rap because it is overcast and like cloudy but you literally get everything it's overcast cloudy it rains kind of in the fall and in the winter but in the summer and spring it's sunny like it's warm it's not like overly hot but it's warm and it's so beautiful so it's like 
you get all four seasons. And that's something that I miss living in LA. Um, So, I mean, if you have to deal with a couple months of rain, you're eventually going to get to the sunshine and the nicer parts too. It's just, that's literally just how the environment works. Like you can't get mad at mother nature. And so the one adjustment that I'm like really stressed about is that no apartments in Seattle have air conditioning. Um, and it makes sense because obviously why would they need it? It's cold half the year. But for the summer, that's what I'm really stressed about because the Pacific Northwest had a heat, like a heat uh, wave that was like in the hundreds and you don't have AC. And so I'm like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm from Florida. All we know is AC. So that seems really stressful. But um, I think overall, we're going to really enjoy it. Emily has a sister that lives there. Um, in Olympia, so it won't be too far. We're looking in like East Seattle area. We want it to be like a little bit away from like the hustle and bustle of the like the city, but still close enough to see it, still close enough to be a part of it. And um, yeah, we're really excited for um, to not is it East Seattle? No, West Seattle. I keep getting that confused. West Seattle. Um, and yeah, so that's where we end up. Want we want to be and. Um, we're just been looking. We're trying to find Seattle's affordable like apartments. Situated weird. It's like really long, like up and down, like north and yeah. south. Um, so that's like it's kind of weird, like getting used to like the way that it's laid out. It's yeah, there's like a not lot like of a like, normal city. Yeah, it definitely is very. I, I've we've been like studying the map a lot since like because we're gonna go there, and um, Emily's sister used to live around like Lake Union, and so a lot of like uh. uh uh, what is it? Um, a lot of the areas around there. I'm trying to think of the neighborhood specifically, um, but Capitol Hill is like all right there too, and everything. Love Capitol Hill. But- I blacked out like three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like the. That's like the. It's a. It's a very gay. Uh, that's the gay area essentially. Capitol Hill. That's is like, like the, the party party area. Yeah, because the gays live there. The gays um, love to party. <laughs> yeah, and so. We've been looking in that area. That area is definitely really expensive. That's where like the tech industries are. That's like a bunch of that. Uh, but we've just been kind of vibing with every, like all these different places. If you're from Seattle and you want to help us get situated, please feel free to DM me. We can use a friend to kind of understand the city more. Um, that'd be really great. So if, if you are from Seattle and um, you need some friends, please let me know because we're definitely going to be shocked by the new city. Um, but yeah, so the move is going to be really interesting. It's going to be a big, like a big change for me and having to like, we have to sell everything, like everything. Um, or we're going to pay a lot of money in shipping it. So we'll see. That gives me, that makes me stressed out for you. <laughs> Just like think, cause when I moved from Seattle to LA, I didn't have anything. Like I still lived at home. So I bought everything when I was here, but you have a lot of stuff and you have to go literally from one tip of the country to the other. Yeah. Like, I don't know how that's going to be. And so this is where the the issue comes in because we're like, okay, how much, it, it can't be that much to have movers move it from like, from Florida. Like it can't be that much. And because everyone's remote and everyone's moving, they increase the prices so much. It's like five thousand dollars to like to like move like a one bedroom apartment across the country like that. So we can rent a a U-Haul, but when we when we'll be moving, um, it's gonna be snow everywhere. It's gonna be like like half the country is gonna be like freezing. 
So I'm like, I don't know how to drive in snow. I don't want to do that. Also, we have our cat with us. I don't want to have to like drive however long. And then we have to deal with our car. It just makes more sense to ship our car, fly there, be there in six hours, and then just get situated with like fly with our cat. But um, it's going to be interesting to see if we can sell everything or maybe we can sell just enough to be able to pay for the rest of the stuff that we want to keep. But um, yeah, we have a three bedroom apartment filled with furniture. And so it's just going to be interesting to see how much we can get rid of and how we're going to end up doing this. So we'll see. There's no income tax. so Neither in Florida. So my that paycheck is oh. going to be big. Yeah. Your paycheck will be fat. That's like yeah. something I genuinely think about on the daily it's like i've been in la for three years if i add up all my paychecks and compare it to if i lived in seattle or in washington still it makes me depressed <laughs> like i could have bought a house or something i don't know actually yeah i probably could have at this point yeah that's like emory and i right now are like okay well if we stay in florida we can like actually buy a house right now. Like if we wanted to, we could buy a house and invest in that. But we're like, no, we're gonna like we're gonna take that risk and we're gonna live in a, in a really expensive gentrified area because <laughs> why not? <laughs> love that. I love yeah. us both living in expensive cities where it's a million dollars for a one bedroom studio house. That's seven. It's ridiculous. Feet. And I wanted to. We wanted to move to LA so bad. And no offense. Because you're you you're an LA native now. We you can talk your the shit. La- like I'm the last time we visited, like we were we were visiting, we visited you during that trip and everything like that. But we typically visited when it was like in the colder months. But this was like middle of summer, and we were just shocked by the smog of like everywhere. Because everyone's like, "Oh, the smog's really bad." But when we were there, we were like, "Oh my god!" Like we went on a hike and we just like couldn't see the city, like the city line. And we were just like really like taken back by it because the other times we've gone, the smog wasn't that bad. And so we were just kind of like overwhelmed by the city at that point. We we're like, I don't think we can move here. Um, yeah. <laughs> LA. I mean, it's LA. It's a quirk. I've, I've started to like kind of branch out and like look at cities still in Southern California, like kind of close to LA, but away like Santa Clarita is really nice Mm -hmm. um there's just a lot of areas that you know like I'm at the point especially now where I'm kind of starting to consider wanting to get a house and it's just not realistic for us to live where we live now so close to downtown for like another five years until I'm we're both like farther into our careers because we can't afford a million dollar house that's smaller than the apartment that we're renting right now so it's like, it's just kind of hard to figure that out when you live in such an expensive place. But I mean, it's the city of angels. Right. We we want to, we were thinking about moving to Olympia, but at the same time, we're like, I don't know, because Seattle just like, we want to be in a city, but Olympia will be cheaper. And in the future, if we ever want to buy a house, like if we like it there that much, like it'll just be cheaper to find a buy a house there. But we're still like, you know, that's the ways away and like. Yeah, there's still a lot to talk about. But yeah, it does suck when cities are so expensive and it just kind of makes you want to like, like you can't, you can never settle because of how expensive the city is. And yeah, that'll just, that'll, that's just rough and I hate it. But there's no income tax. <laughs> My mom can adopt you guys. 
my parents. Oh, please. You can stay at their <laughs> what? Catch me going to your parents' house every weekend having dinner oh with my them. God. She's like texting me like, hey, Olivia and Emily are here. We're having dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you just get a FaceTime from your mom and we're like, hey. That'd be funny. That's like the type of mom she is. She like wants to be friends with everybody. So I love that though. I love your mom. Yeah. I follow her on Instagram and I'm like, I queen. Every she always posts to you for like National Daughters Day and I'm like queen. Her Instagram's literally just me. Actually, it's just like pictures of me. (laughs) She's like my fan, my fan account. I love that. She's so good. Um, but yeah, I think with that being said, I think that pretty much wraps up an episode for yeah girl i think so i think we kind of covered pretty much everything that's been going on so now you guys are caught up with our lives and next time we can start discussing current events and things that are actually happening so that'll be fun um it has been a long time so there probably are stuff that maybe have happened a couple months ago or not necessarily are that recent that we can still discuss so if there's anything that you guys want us to talk about or like you know on the off chance or the off time that we had that you wish we would have recorded an episode on definitely let us know because there's just there's so much that we can talk about so yeah there's there's definitely a lot like i know like we've missed so much like the the baby and the dave chappelle conversations mm-hmm. like that that we've missed that we it would be interesting to maybe cover briefly um, but if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about or maybe anything not trans related just pop culture related that you'd like us to hear us talk about you'd like <laughs> i just had a stroke that you'd like to hear us <laughs> talk about uh the circle had a new season but like i don't want to talk about it i was um, very disappointed i don't i haven't even finished it and it's like i didn't either so it's yeah there's a lot to unpack there yeah, we can, and I think we can talk the downfall about of that series is that they didn't choose me. And that's something that actually, happened. though, because they just chose characters and it's just so annoying. I hate yeah. it. I'm going to get into it. No, the we circle is like, okay, okay, okay. We'll save it. We'll we save it. it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode. We'll re- we really appreciate it. Um, audio episodes will be out on Monday, videos will be out Friday. I'm going to make that my goal. So, Fridays will be the video. Monday will be the audio um, and it'll be that way every week. So um, yes. So look forward to that. And over the process of this, we're probably, we're, we're probably going to get more adjusted and do more changing and stuff like that, but we're definitely going to be working on new segments and stuff for you and to make this a more dynamic, more fun show. And we're very much looking, looking forward to all the exciting new changes coming. Yeah, very much so. So thank you everybody who listened thank you for not forgetting about us and constantly like being on our ass and telling us to record another episode because it it does like kind of light a fire under us to keep going because people are actually interested in what we're saying so as always we're very thankful for all of you you can follow us on instagram and on twitter go look at our website you can go on facebook and find us if you're still on facebook so yeah um like i said if you have anything that you want us to talk about reach out to us you can reach out to either of us individually or the podcast page that would be fine but yeah thank you for listening and we will see you in the next one bye everyone bye